The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, June 4th, 2022, dissecting a cigar from the outside in. Most people never see this done because you must destroy a cigar to see what's inside, but I do it all the time. How else can you see inside the cigar? And when we do it, we can learn from it and look from the inside out. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I don't want to ruin the show or anything, but have you thought about just... Looking at the end, and then you could see it's tobacco, and there's your answer? Yeah, you'll see. How about a cigar x-ray machine? That could work. When we get the cigar tailor off the ground, then we'll work on the x-ray thing. Cigar tailor. Well, this is tailoring. It's destructive tailoring. I want to give a quick shout-out to our Seattle brethren. We have Dustin, Jeff, and Eric that uh, came. Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. That's a long ride. I think Hawaii is the only place further away than that. I think you can just hop on 90 and take it all the way. Yeah? Yeah. One, one, one road? Mm-hmm. It's a long drive. It's a long drive. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. No Barry today. Is that why you guys came? No Barry? Because we're <laughs> celebrating too. No Barry today. Um, he was on uh, work vacation all week. He lives down the street. Yeah. These, these folks came from Washington State of Washington, he's right down the street, and he says, "No, I'm on vacation." Hmm. And you know what he's doing? Drink, drinking a cigar. whiskey, yeah, and smoking a cigar. Yeah. I think he's drinking a lot of whiskey. I think he's drinking a lot of whiskey. It seemed like a lot of it, different it bottles popped up. Yeah, yeah. So, so much for that. Uh, he doesn't have a problem though, Ed Sullivan. He's got it under control. I know. He's so, the he's uh, liquor authority. What's right? the over under on the weight gain? Ten. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Really. Well, you know, if you're doing uh, that type of diet, once you go off, you got the water weight gain yeah, and all of that. Yeah, big spikes and stuff going on. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll try to uh, uh, do a good job of without Barry today anyway. Uh, but uh, So I'm going to turn it over to you. What are we smoking today? Well, Dave, the first <laughs> cigar of the show is the Garofalo Family Legacy Connecticut Toro. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by the folks at Perdomo Cigars. The size is a 6x50. Its uh, wrapper is an Ecuadorian shade, and it has Nicaraguan binders and fillers. It is a part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single will set you back $9.49, while a box of 20 is one fifty nine ninety nine, which comes to roughly eight dollars per cigar. It's a savings of almost thirty dollars, or nineteen percent off the box price. 
at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Uh, you read it wrong. Why a box? I know. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> stupid. Uh, and not many retailers carry it, and it is distributed by United Cigars, but makes me very sad. You think it's the name of it that's a problem? I think so. Yeah. Which I, I would have thought should have been a positive thing, uh, but it seems to work negatively. I, I wish retailers would carry it uh, uh, because it is a great cigar. You're also, Care Package members also noticed that last month you got a Garofalo Maduro and they say, now you send me to Connecticut also. The Connecticut is important today. Mm-hmm. The Maduro was important because of my mother and that's what she smoked, but the the Connecticut is important today because of the dissecting we're going to do. So uh, let's let's get started with the show. And uh, here is a cigar. I have two of them here. One I'm going to dissect, but the other one, uh, it doesn't matter which one I have. They're both the same. And it is time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually Lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Yeah, you didn't you probably didn't notice, but I did the cut sound. Yeah. Left handed that time. Ah, oh. for me? Because no, I'm it was really it was for Glenn. It's uh, he, he's been getting into trick subtle. shots with uh with how he does the cut along with us. So now take a cold draw. No. Everybody that has the cigar, that has us, because they're in the care package. If you're not in the care package, why are you not in the care package? But if you are in the care package, you have the cigar, take a cold draw on it. And you, there's a few things that are supposed to happen. You're supposed to do it for taste, but you're also seeing if the draw draws well. The thing is, I know for a fact Every single one of these cigars draws perfectly. And are you going to prove it later? I'm going to prove it. <laughs> I thought you might. When I dissect it, I'm going to prove to you and your cigar that you're smoking <clears throat> has been tested that it draws perfectly, and mine is perfect. Jonathan, Whis- perfect. Whiskey Miser says the uh, cold draw is vinegar potato chips minus the salt. It is golden raisins, but um, Okay. What kind of raisins? Golden? Don't don't do it. They don't so usually good. put the golden in. Raisins, Why do you gonna do it? We have We have a drop always that. starts very loud. Yeah. That drop. You want me to fix it? You should fix it. Right. Cuz it's every time it's the same thing and I and then I see you reach for the thing. I know. So once and for all. Oh man. So we do cigar school here every once in a while. I used to say every Thursday, but then COVID came and kind of broke our habit of doing it every single week. But um, this is the cigar we do, and we dissect the cigar, and we show people it had to be this cigar. It had to be. Dave. Yes. Oh, it's still loud. Why isn't it working? I don't know. Oh, I could address it off the air, I guess. You could. All right. Or you could bother Jonathan and try it one more time. We're going to light our cigar today with the Sabre by Vertigo. The Sabre is single action. It is two jets angled for pinpoint accuracy. Yes, it is. Those jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. But how, Dave, could it have a big-ass tank and a full-size V-cutter? Volume. Volume. (laughs) Works by volume. The... 
it crisscrosses almost this this pinpoint accuracy. Oh, yeah. It's crossing. It's amazing. Okay. Jesus. There we go. I think that was better. That was better. Let me. We got the more. deaf guy critiquing your uh, your ability <laughs> to play a drop at the right volume. Hey, relax. But, but he goes for it each time. He says, you know, now it's over. It's it's all cured, and he won't have to do that anymore. So I know it, the cold drawer was going to be perfect. I know now that you lit your cigar, it's going to draw perfectly. It's going to burn perfectly, especially if you took your time toasting the cigar yep. and all that. We'll get to that. Actually, next week's show, we're going to really beat you up on uh, some of the etiquette people do with cigars. Um, but uh, I, I'd say of, of all cigars, I have smoked this cigar more than anything in the past 10 years. Probably. More of this than anything else. Um, when... Somebody comes to me, a manufacturer comes to me and says, okay, I want to sell you this particular cigar. I ask them what size I should smoke, and then I request two of them, one to smoke in front of them, and the other one they would think for somebody else, but no, it's for me to dissect in front of them. Also, as they're telling me the type of tobacco they're using, how much they're aging it, how they're using just the best of everything. You know, everybody has the best ingredients. They all do. They all do. Where is the shitty stuff? That's I want to know, know where the crap tobacco right. ends up. Where's the medium stuff, the regular stuff? Because everything is the top, top quality. And the only way to actually And tell it's it, all been fermented for the longest amount of yes. time humanly possible. Yeah. Jonathan, did you know if you ferment a connecticut wrapper for a wicked long time it turns sweet <laughs> i heard that <laughs> yeah. it's not true but I, I i heard people say that i heard that from the same person who said that anybody that ages connecticut past whatever it is the two years that it needs to be combustible wasting that it doesn't it's just wasting time it doesn't change it it's all bullshit mm -hmm. i heard somebody tell me there was no such thing as maduro then came out with double maduro <laughs> and then triple yeah and all these different things. That could be a show of the biggest lies in the cigar industry. Oh. There's so many. And here's an industry that doesn't need to lie because when I dissect a cigar and show you all the work that goes into it, the crazy amount that ends up happening each and every time, you don't have to um, make it bigger than it is. It's already crazy. There's 300 hands that have, have de dealt with the cigar. It's perfect. You don't have to make up any stories. That's it. And maybe that's the missing part why retailers aren't carrying this across the country because they don't make up any stories. They just tell you the way it is. This is the way it is. Yeah, it's a good cigar at a fair price. Yeah. Dave, do you know why I like this one? 50 ring gauge. Okay. <clears throat> What's the new one? Is that? 54. Yeah. It's yeah. four more. It's four more. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Each ring gauge is like, it's just one better and then one better. The two more better. <laughs> so you're going to smoke a 9 by 90 I mean, I would smoke it if I had it. Yeah. Razor. That seems good. Better. Better. You think a little more? It could be a teeny bit more, <laughs> right. but it's, it's okay, but it could go a teeny bit more, yeah. and then you're all set. This is what the show has devolved to. It's, it's not, and, and people are emailing, by the way. They, they don't like the amount of abuse that I take on the show. They, 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 they want you to be nicer to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. 
Right. And then you could hear him groan. It right. Wouldn't, wouldn't right. We don't want... I mean, it is a plus to drown him out. A each little. time you do it, there's a sound that you, you pro- people don't usually hear, which is, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And that'll be heard now. All I, right. I'm pretty sure. Good. We'll, we'll try it next time. All right. It'll just happen when he doesn't know it. And then you'll start, <laughs> everybody will start hearing, oh. I tried deleting the drop. He finds it. Oh, Ryan Seneca says he doesn't like the amount of abuse either. He no. thinks it needs more. More. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're smoking the cigar, and I want you to look at the mascara line, carbon line, uh, that little black line around the cigar that meets the ash to the tobacco. And you know what else I want them to look for? Whether they scorched it by mistake. Right. Because that's pretty easy to do on a Connecticut. Yeah. If, if you Shows up right If away. you toasted it first and you didn't do that, maybe it's a little too early to look at that because you, you might have scorched mm-hmm. it. But you'll notice that that line is very thin. Very thin. And then when you go smoke the next cigar, look at the difference of, of what ended up happening. And that's going to be basic, basically the age of the tobacco as this is burning. Also, that there is not a, um, a hole in the center of it where the center mm-hmm. is burning faster than the outside mm-hmm. or the other way around. A little bit on the other way around when there's a little point on it, it actually isn't bad at all because it only makes sense that the inside should burn slower. A little slower. Yep. The, the other way is usually a, a call of, okay, we got, we got a problem here. So um, I'm, I'm going to start, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this or warn you by saying that there will be a close-up now, those that are watching on YouTube or or uh, Facebook, that uh, my hand will be involved. And I've <laughs> warned you all about these about my hand and why Lanceros aren't good. This happens to be a Toro, but... Oh, yeah, that Toro makes your hand look <laughs> <laughs> It does. It's the cigar. It it's is the cigar. the cigar, right? Because imagine if it was this, just this little pencil that's here, how how. See, that, I, my fingers. Look. Here's where I get a disagree and now I with take, you. And now I take it away, and they look thin. The uh, <laughs> same amount of fatness. So that is it, right? Imagine you you're walking around with these things. <laughs> what do you do with these hands? I would it, say one by one, just cut each finger off and put it in a bulky roll, and you got yourself a hot dog. Yeah, sausages. I've been called lots of yeah. different things. Mike D. Papino says sausage fest. Whiskey miser says Gordo finger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got to live with these. Very things. hurtful, and it, it just doesn't work with a Lancero. But there, there it is with a Toro. Not so bad. It's terrible, but not so bad. Uh, there you go. You got it at the bottom of the screen. I don't have to look at that. It's a, a major <laughs> close up, right? Um, all right, so here is the same exact cigar from the same box. Uh, everything's the same when it, when it comes to the cigar. And there's a cigar band on every cigar. You notice we don't take the cigar band off of the cigar uh, when we're smoking. When it comes down low, you'll see that we start taking the cigar band off it. The cigar band is, is glued on there a bit. I'm trying to move it around, and you really can't move it around because they've tapped the face of the inside of it. Um, with the glue so that when they put the cellophane on, every cigar is actually in the same spot. It's a little fruit packed in the same fruit packed and yeah. they use to seal the cap. So in the back of it, I'm going to have to take the band off at this time because I'm dissecting the cigar. So I'll do that back here and try to do it as careful as I can not to put the hole in it. Not that it's going to matter because you're going to destroy the cigar yeah. in just see, moments. See it? See, I did it right here. 
That because I took the band off it. That's why you don't do that. See that mm. little piece there? Not good. You know who takes the band off all the time is Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, notorious. I, he does too. Really? He does too. It's notorious. He does too. So here's the same cigar and uh, no magic tricks. Also, when you cut a cigar, you should cut the cigar at the um, shoulders of the of the cigar of the head, but the shoulders going down as it starts rolling down. You see the little caps on top of here. If you cut too far on this, the cigar is going to unravel on you. And I'm going to actually do it on purpose this time. But really, the place to cut the cigar is going to be right over right over here. You just sl- slim the edge off it. It's hard to see what my with these. Freaking fingers. fingers. What am I going to do? I'm going to have to get a... <laughs> sh- sh- should I become a hand model? No. A plus-size hand model. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut too much of the cigar, which... Have you ever seen somebody do this? Oh, yeah. yeah. If you got black gloves, they'd be really slimming. Oh. Probably take two, three pounds off. All right. So now I've cut too much of the cigar off, and, and see what happens? Oh. It just starts unraveling. When somebody cuts too much and they return a cigar to the store and they say, the cigar just unraveled on me. Oh, yeah, my God. If, if I can't tell by looking at your cigar which end you cut, you cut too much. Yeah. There should be, <laughs> there should be some way of indicating that which end is which. Yeah. Warren Brooks says Lane Bryant fingers. That's the plus-size lady store, oh, Lane Bryant. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to take a puff of my cigar. It will go out. Okay. So when we do the cigar tastings, he uses the dissecting of the cigar as the time to let his cigar go out. <laughs> On purpose, yes. So that he can show everybody oh, how yeah. to relight it, but that's a, that's a topic for another show. Mario Velasco says the cutter is real snug on your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, enough of that. <laughs> We've heard it all. Yeah, he doesn't I've like been, it. I've he doesn't around. like it when the shade's being thrown his way. S- 62 years of having these fingers. I never heard that before. <laughs> I don't know. The cutter one did seem a little original. All right. So this this wrapper here is Ecuadorian shade wrapper. And uh, it's completely uh, nothing was holding it together besides that cap that was at the end of it holding it together. We have two sides of this leaf. Here's a, the side you saw, which is a, a shinier side. And you see on the other side, it's kind of dull on there. So why do they do that? Aesthetic. Aesthetically, yeah, you buy with your eyes. You don't want to see the the body of the veins. Not going to really have any indicator of which direction you put this on uh, is going to change anything. And I'm sure a manufacturer is going to say something to me about this, but there's in every other leaf in the cigar, it matters the direction that the tips point in. Correct. Because the flavor is in the tips. So do you want a cigar that starts off? more full-bodied and gets mellower? Do you want a cigar that starts off mellow and gets full-bodied? Do you want one that has some transitions? Yeah. And they, they play with the tips as they are constructing that cigar to do that. Right. So this is the, you know, you have a buncher and you have uh, the roller that has the wrapper. This is the job of the buncher. He's doing most of it. The guy that puts the wrapper on, the guy or girl that puts the wrapper on, it gets all the applause at the mm-hmm. end of it because it's the person that's finishing sure you it. show your mark. Don't uh, take but, that apart any further. Yes, but this person ended up uh, doing the, the bulk of the work, and this is what goes in, into the molds and, and makes it so it's perfect all the way around. Now, I told you that this cigar drew absolutely perfect, and I knew in advance because it was draw-tested. And if I turn the cigar around, you see this little mark that's on the cigar. You see it right there? I see it. 
that little mark, if when you're done smoking the Garofalo and you're done, it's still going to be there. You're going to have your butt of the cigar that's left over. Take the wrapper off, and you're going to see underneath there that that little mark is there. It means it's been tested, every single one of them. Everything by Perdomo, including the Garofalo he does for us, uh, has been draw tested, and that's the proof. It's that the it- only department that he has that runs three shifts. It, it's operating 24 hours a day so they can keep up with production. Yeah. So now I'm going to get the next piece of tobacco. And again, the, the only thing that was holding this together was the wrapper on here. And here's the next piece of tobacco that's coming off. And to the best of my ability with these, um, i got to work with these graceful, graceful hands, hands, right? Del- delicate right. comes the next piece of tobacco. Now, I've gone around. I keep going around and around and around. And that is the binder leaf that's there. Boom. The second leaf. That's there. You yeah. see that? Now, notice on the, the camera, and for people listening on the podcast, this may not be the greatest show to listen to, but I'm going to do my best. Binders and wrappers have to work in opposition to each other. So you have a very thin, combustible wrapper. You're going to have a thick, less combustible binder so that the two play well in the bunch when it comes to combustion. And in this the opposite because the wrapper is Ecuadorian shade. Right. Very, very thin. thin yep. And a very thick binder that's here um, holding the filler tobacco together, right? J- Josh Wilharm is just tuning in. He says, Did Dave get stung by a bee? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Come on, that's a new one. <laughs> We've had, no, it's not. We've had two no, it's new not. ones. It's not new at all. <laughs> I got an EpiPen here. It wasn't until this morning when I when I saw Ed Sullivan had this apparatus set up, and I go, "Well, that is going to make my hands look really fat." Yeah, it's the apparatus. Because uh, n- normally you never you never saw this before. No one ever saw this. I'd live my life and I hide. I have my hands in my pocket most of the time, so people can't see this. But here it is. Right. So you can't fit a wedding. Will this ring be the on? most watched or the least watched <laughs> show ever? It's the most that your hands have been watched. Yes, it has ever. So now I'm looking for the next uh, piece of tobacco that I can grab the end and, and dissect the next. Again. And really, here in the, in the in the case, and this is again for people listening, the the pieces of the tobacco don't necessarily once you get past the wrapper and the binder, they don't just unroll. They're, they're rolled in there in sort of an accordion way so that they're kind of interlocked together so that you can have combustible material with less combustible material enveloped by more combustible material. Yeah. So typically you'll see, especially in a milder cigar, you'll see a lot more low priming tobacco, which is going to be a slightly lighter hue. It's not going to ferment as dark. And as he gets further and further in, when you start to see the dark bits, it's going to be a smaller amount. So, you know, people have been smoking cigars for years and years, and I'm and most people we've done this to have never ever done this. And maybe you're going to do this now. Here's the next piece that's coming off here, and oh, it's actually two leaves. Uh, but another. But thing that I, was an example of what I was saying. Those yes. two leaves were together, so yes. one of them has better combustion than the other, most likely. So what I want you to see here is if I hold it this way that the leaf this actual leaf here and it's cut here really went up this way that the the point was on this side and here where you see this they call it a frog leg the stem was taken at a certain point 
and taken off, and it created that missing piece. That so there, there. there's a V shape at the bottom of the leaf there. Yeah. And the direction that that V points matters because as you get away from the V and you go toward where the tips would have been, that's where you start to hit. Yeah, and you, and this the was most fo- flavor. this was folded like that. The leaf was folded, and now I just opened it up for you to see it. But it was folded like that, as you can see, to put it back into the circular form. Here's the second one that went there. Same exact thing, and they were actually going in the same direction, uh, right on top of each other. So there's the next tobacco leaf that's there. Now I'm in the inner fillers of there. So one, two, three, four, five tobacco so far, and I'm working my, my way inside. Now we're starting to get to some uh, stronger tobaccos and fractions of leaves. So again, I'm going to open it up. It's folded. And here's the next leaf. This was actually turned the other way where the frog leg was on the other side of it. But here's the, the uh, missing part that was here. And here it is here, the next leaf, right? And the, uh, the thing you're going to notice when you get to the next level is it's going to appear like there's some short chop in there. And really what happens is when they're constructing the cigar, they don't want to waste the tips. So they're going to break the tips off and they're going to work those tips in. Typically, I I just know this cigar well, you'll see tips right around the five inch mark and then you'll see them again right around the three inch mark or two and a half inch mark. So here's the next leaf and the next leaf with that frog leg missing on the bottom over there. Here's the tips that are there. And that was just rolled like that. There's then two bar, and this is actually folded. There's not circles there. It's more of a, yeah, I, I'm putting, style. Yeah, I'm putting them back in a two bar style, but they're not. Okay, here are the little pieces that Jonathan talks about here. I'll just put those aside for now. Now, look at this tobacco that's inside here. This is darker, almost gummy, thick. Yeah, it's like a piece of leather. Yep. And this tobacco is the Lajero. This is the top part of the plant. Again, very uh, precious tobacco. It's it's more expensive because there's lower yield on each plant. There's fewer leaves. They grow smaller. And, you know, it looks like there's only a little, but as I stretch it out, you're seeing it's bigger than you thought it was. I got to say, I think that the pressure of having your hands on camera has made you more have a greater level of dexterity because this is the most intact I've seen you uh, have mm. the tobacco at the end of this dissection. There we go. See, a couple of little pieces that they say, oh, it's mixed filler. It has a little piece. This was the little piece of the tip over here. Let's not waste it. Let's do it and put this. When you see Jonathan say, and they put it in certain areas at the, at the five-inch mark, they're going to throw some. So think in terms of a Robusto. Why is it called Robusto? Well, that's the, the maximum amount of flavor you're going to have on that cigar. And this is... By and large, it's not every cigar. Not every manufacturer does it every time. But typically on a five-inch cigar, they want to give you the wow factor right when you light it. There's going to be tips right at the beginning of a five-inch cigar. Six-inch cigar, you're going to have an inch of filler at the top before you hit that pop, that wow factor. And you'll notice it smoking the cigar. It's not a strong cigar, but it you, you'll notice it ticks up in flavor when you get to that five-inch mark. So how many tobaccos leaves do we have in here? including fractions of tobacco leaves, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten inside a 50 ring gauge cigar. Uh, Some of them are are the same ones. How many different ones? I believe there is of the filler, there's three different regions of 
Nicaragua that he's growing in, and he's using tobacco from each region and certain different primings that make up that filler blend, uh, the binder, and then the wrapper. So it appears to be five, but you have 10 different things that actually make up this this blend. Now, when it comes to the um, Maduro version that we had a few weeks ago of this, uh, and I've dissected that, there's actually more Lajero in the Maduro version of that than there is in this version in the sun-grown, more than the natural, but not quite as much. So you do have a mild, medium, full-bodied range when, yeah. it, when it comes to uh, this particular cigar of how it is. This is all premium tobacco. You're not seeing premium. any... Yep. You're not seeing any greenish color in it. Any, you know, do, do you see some tears and rips and stuff? Half of that is is these fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, there can be a tear or something in the um, fill of tobaccos yeah. that, that aren't going to matter. Certainly not on uh, the wrapper, which is actually perfect. Uh, and the only thing that he's not growing uh, himself on here, this is not a Puro because we have an Ecuadorian wrapper on this, but everything else is. When you go to the Sun Grown and the Maduro, it is a Nicaraguan mm-hmm. Puro on on uh, the, the Garofalo Family Reserve, which is what this is. Uh, La Familia is a different blend altogether, and as you take it apart, you'd see that. Ted Hughes wants to know if you're going to put it back together in the next hour. I'll do that during the break. <laughs> I'll, I'll put, that, that I've never tried to do. Um, we have dissected wrapper and then put dissected a wrapper from one and put it on the other and we've done it on the show before it's pr- pretty interesting but right now it's time to ask the dawn by don Raphael cigars i didn't think we were gonna hit this one in it's time to ask the dawn brought to you by don Raphael cigars don Raphael cigars are premium cigars. Premium. Mellow and smooth. Smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority. And Danny writes, First, I wanted to say I loved hearing about Dave's trip to the Metro Detroit area. I grew up there and am obsessed with Detroit-style pizza. Great. Hands down, the best for me. It's always great to hear someone enjoyed my hometown. But I've got a question for the authority. I'm in the middle of moving across the country, and I was wondering if there are any special considerations for packing slash transporting cigars on a long trip or any advice to offer. I have two Tupperware containers, so it's not a ton to move, but what are the important things? Really... Heat. In that case, is temperature. Yeah. Temperature is going to be everything. If, if it's a small enough container and you can have that, not in direct sunlight and in the cabin with you where you're running the air conditioner, try to keep everything in, in the 70-degree range and you're, you're in good shape. Yeah. And pack it well, even to the point of if you got all loose cigars and stuff like that, shove a pillow in the container too and everything's pushed so down and all bouncing moving. around. Because the bouncing around thing... You're going to destroy your, a whole bunch of wrappers. Yep. Even in the ones in cellophane are going to get beat up. The ones in cellophane, not cellophane, are going to get destroyed. But um, yeah, that pizza was actually exceptional. I'm going to try mm. to actually make it. Really? Yeah. I have a pizza oven, right? Can I make that pizza? I thought there was some 
fried component to it. It is like fried in the pan. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt it. It was really really good. Different. Get, get a little ghee, put it in the cast iron, and then ghee really, ghee clarified butter. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Garofalo Family Legacy. Did you put a close up of this tobacco just so everybody can see the close up that that are watching this thing? Of uh, uh, damn good job, Mister Perdomo. I'll tell you that is uh, that is it there. That is the makeup of the same exact cigar from the same box. Uh, nothing different of it. If we, you were to dissect your cigar, that's what you're going to see. And you can dissect your cigar when you're done smoking it. Stop, let it go out. At that point, cut the end off that was lit. Never do that any other time ever. The problem that ends up happening is you drew smoke through the tobacco sure. mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's kind of um, mo- got moist because of it, but it'll actually come across, uh, come apart easier. Uh, look at when you take the wrapper off, look and see that little mark that's on it. Do it to any other cigar other than Perdomo. You're not going to see that because it doesn't exist. Um, they peop- Other companies do it now and then. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll take, take a, a cross section. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this is each and every single one of these cigars. They uh, often, some manufacturers believe that they can tell if a cigar is going to draw by how many grams a bundle of 50 weighs and if it's plus or minus they know that the rollers are putting in too much tobacco or not enough tobacco but the reality the reality is the only way to know if cigars are going to draw is to draw test them that is a perfect assembled cigar and i've seen everything like i tell you i do this to every single cigar that we're going to end up taking on i dissect the cigar and see what it is that is what you're looking for uh, when you're looking to bring a cigar in your shop, Mr. Cigar Owner, because what you want to do is provide a great service to your customer that comes in for a cigar. Mm-hmm. Hey, I only need one special cigar for somebody. Well, you as a cigar shop owner need that cigar to draw and burn properly. Whether he likes that flavor of that tobacco or not, you have no idea, but those two things have to happen, and this is what has to happen when it. I don't want any cigars in our shop that aren't going to draw and burn properly. I dissect them. I look at it, and I look at what when, when they say certain things are certain things that they really aren't. Somebody will say, oh, we use such and such for a binder. I take it apart, and such and such is not the binder. Hmm. I want to know the truth. Yeah. You know, what you're putting in your press release is different than what's here. I've done it in front of reps, and the reps are blown away because they didn't know either. They're not lying to me. They're taking the information that was provided yeah, to them. they're taking it off the sell sheet. Yeah, and here's what the information is. I want to look at it. I want to know what the deal is because I don't want to give you bad information. And we would tell you somebody, there's, there's brands out there that say, we use such and such, and when somebody comes in and says, oh, I want this because they use such and such, I go, I don't think they really use such and such. Really? You don't think so? Well, let me be honest with you. I know they don't because I've dissected the cigar. White pepper, almond milkshake. That's the... There we go. It's almond. There's some, some light pepper that's there. White pepper is light pepper. Uh, it is. It's, it's less stingy. It yes. doesn't. It's not as aggressive. Okay. Um, Dave, Ted Hughes wants to know if Mr. J leaves a mark on everything he draw tests. He usually does. And it's a teeth bite mark. Ryan Seneca notes that it's whatever shade of lipstick he's wearing. Oh. 
They're brutal today. Wow. Hey, they they were off the fat finger thing for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah, you like that. I, sh- I shocked the shit out of them by showing it to them, and uh, that was that. They don't want to see that anymore. I'm over here wearing lipstick. All right. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, the dissecting continues as we move on with other cigars as we move on. Uh, we'll show this to other cigars that we won't name names, but you, you may be shocked when we return. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. 
Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. Do they have to drink if Nick Perdomo says his own name? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Every time you say it. We're back. We're smoking Garofalo Family Legacy Connecticut Toro. We've dissected it. Welcome back, everybody. Dissecting will continue. But first, uh, last chance right now to buy into the father and son cigar dinner uh, under the stars at Tuscan Kitchen in Salem, New Hampshire, Saturday. June 18, 2022, uh, the event starts at 6 o'clock with cocktail hours, and dinner uh, is at 7 o'clock. Nelson Alfonso and the son Fabio will be joining us. We'll have them on the show on Saturday and Saturday night while we get together and have dinner with them. Uh, they are the makers of Atabay Byron and Bandolero cigars. We will launch the Bandolero Firecracker. Uh, we will smoke uh, that. I'm saving along my with- pennies for that one, Ed Sullivan. I'm getting some. Yeah. Along with um, Atabay, we're smoking Atabay. Um, it's been 10 years since it's been Cigar of the Year, and uh, the cigar is as good or better than a Someone before. asked if uh, you'd ever taken an Atabay apart or a unicorn apart. You only have one unicorn, but. Correct. I have uh, to take the unicorn apart, um, but I have taken the Atabay apart. Uh, not only have I taken it, Hanky Kellner from Davidoff asked me if he could take that cigar apart really? before, and I said sure. And then he proceeded to tell me what it was. And well, he, he did. He, he was eating the tobacco. He mm. went so far with it as to say, "When I take this apart, this tobacco from this region yes. is going to burn for one minute, and this tobacco from this region is going to burn for thirty seconds." And those will both shut off. And then this tobacco is going to burn all the way up and never shut off. And he was accurate to within a second. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about a man who has a palate. That, that's the difference of what I watch these tobacco people do, that I take out a pot and look at it and see what it is. They light each one, too. And because they look each, at- each thing, when you, we talked about the, um, the wrapper and how thin that combustion line is, yeah. each one of those tobaccos has a combustion line. Sure. And you can, dete- you can detect how old it is. Yeah. Um, Dave Nicholas recommends you cut back on sodium to reduce swelling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're back on him. So Let me reapply my let's lipstick. Let's get back for on the, the father comment. and son dinner, June eighteenth. Uh, we're going to have uh, a full dinner with uh, uh, rigatoni bolognese and chicken parmesan with roasted potatoes, which don't make any sense. And broccolini. We'll get back to you on that. Do you think that maybe this is why it's not selling out? Because you're poo-pooing <laughs> the menu. Um, no, because the cannoli bar. Oh, if yeah. there was only a cannoli bar at ninety-five dollars a ticket, <laughs> a cannoli bar—that's better than for me, better than open bar. And you get good cigars too, right? Great, great with, cigars, great cigars with cannoli. Yeah. So last chance now, if you want to do it, we'd like maybe about ten more people. We'll yeah. fill it up, and uh, that—that'll be it. Um, so uh, we'll get to that. Um, okay. And we got enough. people going, by the way, that are not. Their father's not with us, or the, or the kid is not old yeah. enough to smoke or whatever. And they're going because it's going to be a great experience. Yes, yes. 
Um, okay. In spite well, of there being potatoes <clears throat> on the menu, which somehow offends you. That's right. <laughs> it just uh, doesn't match up. But uh, You like a French fry? I do. It's French, the same thing. My wife is bothered by my French fry pizza combination that I always get. Do you put French fries on the pizza? No. But he no. would never. But I like, he doesn't mix his foods. <laughs> I like French fries. Just and I separate. I like pizzas, and I get... I order both. I've, well, oh, I've, what do you want? I've Large studied cheese pizza and uh, order a French fry. I've studied his eating habits yeah. for many years. He doesn't. He won't mix the food. But if it gets mixed, he's not one of those people. It has to be separate. But, but he won't like mix his corn and mashed potatoes right. together. No. Kind of does he have that. plates at home that are segmented? He does, but those are for baby James. <laughs> All right, I have a cigar here, and uh, the band has been removed. And I'll tell you, the band has been removed. This one I didn't do so well. Um, yeah, the close-up of this will show you that here's where the band was. So this is not a Perdomo cigar, um, but it's a, a cigar I'm going to keep name nameless. Uh, this cigar retails for $8.50 that's there. Uh, it's available in most cigar shops across mm. the country. Very, very popular cigar and looked upon as a great value yeah. at $8.50. I took the band off and, and unfortunately took tobacco off here. So I don't know how, when I dissect it, how that's going to ruin uh, as, I t- as I take it apart. But um, I dissected this, and I was actually surprised uh, when I did and maybe uh, – Again, I'm not telling you what it is. So, uh, but you know, again, people saying something is what it's not. Um, this is not what it appeared to be uh, once I took it apart. Now I smoked it, and I continue to smoke it. But uh, I do have a problem with uh, it. wasn't uh, discussed that way. I, I knew yeah, this would be a problem. But got a problem with your vision is what you got a problem with. This is not mm. going to come 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 away that easy the sodium affect vision too or is it just oh, my vision is, is there but i, I just knew it's, it's not it's very unfair to this wrapper uh that comes because there's nothing wrong with that wrapper except i destroyed it but there it is there um dave bingo mctavish is saying poor dave with the fat jokes 98.9 percent of this audience are probably heavyweights right make that a poll question but we can't see you and and you're not you're not dissecting a cigar under the i'm ruining this i'm ruining it but i'm going to get to i guess it doesn't matter uh i want to get to the point of the center of it jeez you put the of, pressure on. You told yeah. me how, how uh, it was good of a job the I did one. there. Well, there, yeah, this is normally what a Garofalo looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so his, that's the binder. It's a, I did a terrible job, but I got to get to the filler. It's butchered. It's butchered. Oh, my God. It all started by taking the band off. What the well, hell is going on there? Yeah. So well, an man. awful lot of shake coming out. So notice this, all this that's coming out. Double binder. Yeah, double binder, and here's the filler. The filler, there's nothing I could do because the filler is all chopped filler. This is called shot filler. Somebody may say, is it it a Cuban sandwich? No, it's a shot-filled cigar. It is and a they need double, the double binder. They need the double binder in order to be able to hold all that together. Give yeah. it more structure. Yeah. And all this tobacco that's here, um, you know, like a cigarette would be, but bigger pieces, some bigger pieces. Um, but actually, they, they try to make the pieces uh, somewhat the same. You got a few bigger pieces the size of, say, a quarter or a nickel. 
Uh, other than that, it's little teeny pieces that are here. You got a close-up of that? Yeah. So you wouldn't know it, and you'd say, oh, $8.50, and it's, it's a good value. Actually, not such a good value Did they when ever, you look inside. But why is it not a good value? It smokes great. Smokes great. The draw is always good, obviously. you got plenty of airflow going through it. It's got a little bit of strength to it. I mean, it's flavorful. Why would $8.50 be bad just because we know it's a lower yeah. price to make it? Certainly the cost, yeah. Uh, well, I blew your mind yeah. because um, we smoked it, and um, we had it, and we sold it well, and we still do, to be honest with you. Um, and one morning I came in, and I blinded you guys on the cigar, and I said, what do you think of it? And you said, it tastes good, blah, 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 blah. And I, as we got into country of origin and stuff, I said long-filled or short-filled, and you said long-filled. And then I cut the cigar open, and I showed you it's a short-filled cigar, and you were like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. And then I showed you what it was, and you couldn't believe it even more. Now, did they ever claim it was long fill, or it's just an assumption they at were, that price? It's they an were, assumption. Yeah, they didn't say anything about no. it. They just Why said, would you? here's the cigar. <laughs> but that, that was a mind blower of, yeah. of that. And you don't know, you, you're going to be surprised, especially on brands that somebody has a private label of the name brand. Mm -hmm. So, um, the, X brand seconds. Whatever, yeah, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yes, whatever brand it is that you recognize the name of the thing on it, but but it's five dollars less per cigar. There's right. a reason. And then dissect that cigar, and you say, I guess it wasn't. It was five dollars less. But now, why is this a worse cigar? Because it's going to smoke faster, the hotter, hotter, and certainly the cost of goods is less. Um, but we, they were we, able to slow it down again, the, going to the double binder. They were able to slow that combustion down a little bit by having a second binder. And the second binder was a little thicker. So it's going to, ha that's where you're going to get a little strength from. I think there has to be a little honesty when it, when it comes to this, or more, more retailers need to give up a cigar every time they. Order something and dissect yeah. the cigar and see see what happens to it. I've been doing it forever, um, but um, how did I not do that? How did I find out after the fact after we're already carrying the cigars and and it's to me because we bought multiple lines of the cigar and I'm certainly dissected one of the mm -hmm. cigars, but of this particular line, I I apparently didn't until I did. Yeah, and. Mike DiPapino brings up a good point. You're not going to see the same types of transitions as you smoke. Through Absolutely the true. No, Absolutely it, true. It can't be blended properly, of course, mm -hmm. because it's whatever mix ended up coming with it. I have no problem with mix-filled cigars. No. Uh, Cuban sandwiches and stuff, and some of them are fantastic. Depends what tobacco, you know. But, but then you're expecting a price point that goes with yes, that. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into the after show um, later on and tell you, but uh, the after show is going to get a little into that of the direction of where people are going to go uh, with the change up that's happening in the cigar industry. But it's very interesting uh, of uh, taking that as, uh, aside. But right now, let's get to the poll question of the week. And that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. 
And each week you can head on over to the Cigar Authority and cast your vote. This week's question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And this week, Barry asked uh, that he, he went on vacation. He didn't go anywhere. Should he have come in and done the show today? Of course. Uh, only 33% said yes. Well, they don't like him. 67% said no, and uh, those are those were the only he should have had. No one gives a shit. As an option, I think we would have had 100%. Huh. Come in, don't come in. Is he watching the show right now? I haven't seen a sign of him. No? Okay. No. He's purposely not doing it, but he's <laughs> sitting there doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, and he posted that he's really looking forward to going back to work Monday. But not Saturday. Not Saturday. Because this is work. Don't you always feel exhausted after You're this? Exhausted. T- totally exhausted. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> Listen, you, you, you went away. I understand you stay away because mm-hmm. you're not going to come back to end up doing it. Although, when I go away <clears throat> to a trade show or something, I zoom in if I can. Or, or you come back on the red eye and make Correct. it four minutes before showtime. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So that's the difference of uh, me and Barry. Barry and other people. <laughs> Wh- whiskey Miser says he's dissecting a bottle of whiskey. Ah. <laughs> Because he's the whiskey miser. He knows. What do we get coming up on uh, future shows? All right, here? upcoming shows uh, next week: cigar smoking etiquette, the etiquette of cigar smoking. People are doing it wrong. There's lots of things that they do wrong when it comes to it. We're going to talk about that. Lots more. The following week, June 18th, Nelson Alfonso will be here with his son Fabio. Nelson is the owner of Selected Tobacco. They make ba- Byron, Atabay, and Bandolero cigars. He also never likes to mix his two trades, because other trade working for Habanos and mm-hmm. putting all that together. He, you know, I'll talk to him the day before, which Nelson which Alfonso Nelson, Yeah, it's like multiple like? personality disorder. And, you know, each time, and it's been three or four years since we've had Nelson on, but the last time, the, the two times we've had him on, both times was Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco. Should I bring him in as... Uh, Habanos or I don't know. Do, we, do we want him to be arrested when he goes back to Cuba? Like, right. What? Could he say anything? That, that's another problem. <laughs> yeah, be like a Mickey Peg. <laughs> Mickey Peg interview. He answered nothing. Uh, and on June 25th, we're going to dig deep into Dave's humidor. I'm going to give you an inventory of what I have personally. Uh, you guys can chime uh, in with I'm your own. I'm away for that show. That's, oh. oh, yeah. All right, we're going to smoke some of them. I'll actually be away, though. I won't be sitting at my house. Right down the street, no. not come in. Right. Okay. All right. You've been going away a lot, enjoying life. You're well, going, doing this things. whole, you know, COVID thing. Yeah, we didn't do stuck. anything for years. All right. All right. So, you, so you're back. So uh, that's what's coming up, and uh, that'll be uh, the month of June. Uh, we we have we got a full dance card here nice. going on. So, uh, so we're still relevant? Well, to ourselves, we are anyway. Um, so what else do I have? So what is a, what is a premium cigar? Uh, you, you hear us mention it all the time. Premium. To me, it is a long fellow cigar. It's a premium cigar. Um, if you're taking all cigars, you know, you got machine-made cigars, which this is not a machine-made cigar. No. It's a handmade cigar. All tobacco. So okay. it's a step, step it up, step up. It requires humidification. Yeah. It needs to be held. But it, 
you know, the definition to me, the retailer, of buying something, that the guy selling me bundle cigars or is he selling me premium cigars? Uh-huh. Um, the first one is a premium cigar to me, and this one is a, is a step down. It goes much further down from, from that, but we've taken a step down of having this in there. You, you, I, I think anybody would have been shocked if they took that cigar apart yeah. and, and saw that. It's not what you expected, right? Yeah. You, you would, you'd be disappointed. It, it actually, remarkably, it holds an ash well for a yeah. shorter Double binder. Cigar. Yeah. Well, double binder. Um, Nicholas wants to know, is digging into Dave's humidor a euphemism for his on-air colonoscopy? Mm. That that would be be I think I know who this weekend. Nicholas is. <laughs> you do. What a wise ass this week, huh? Bird Brain Industries says uh, the difference is Dave lives to work, Barry works to live. That's uh, that's true. You're right down the street. You're not doing anything. Why would you not do it? <laughs> it it's a show. You're probably smoking a cigar at this right. moment also. The only thing you're not doing is drinking, and I wouldn't stop you. No. Have a drink, too. Yeah, he's on vacation. He could do whatever he wants on the show. And dying to go back to work. Mm-hmm. So it, it's out of spite. I don't know if he was dying to. He no. was looking forward. Looking forward. To it. All right. It's a spite thing that I'm on vacation. You're not. <laughs> you think that's what? It I don't is? know. Uh, I don't know. It's to me. It's a it's a weird situation. If, here you are. The show. Don't you like it? Well, we've had we've had some listeners write. If in. you don't like it, don't do it. Right. Correct. But we've had some listeners write in saying that they they really enjoyed the the interview with your mom, for example, and they're looking forward to. Uh, more behind-the-scenes type thing. So maybe we just interview Barry next week about his vacation. And see how many bottles he had, how much weight yeah. he gained, how fat his <laughs> fingers became. <laughs> You're so angry today. Well, his fingers aren't fat. We got to check the calendar and just schedule the pizza party show. Let's do it. I think we, we're going to do it. I think I can make a cauliflower crust for that. No. Not for you, for me. You Dave doesn't want vegetables touching his oven. Well, I, I don't know that he has much choice. I, I may. There's been like peppers and onions and things on the pizza. Does, yeah. that, does that count? It doesn't touch the onion. No, on that's the, the difference, yes, right? Okay. It's not corrupting your pizza oven. All right, all right. Mike right. D. Papino says on vacation is on vacation, period. So he's a Barry he, supporter. He's a Barry supporter. There yeah. are Barry supporters out there. Yeah. Okay. I have lots to say about this, but I'll wait. People in our go. studio audience are I'll, shaking their heads. Yeah, I'll Barry wait, to, I'll wait to go to break, and the studio <laughs> audience can hear my feeling on that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to light up another premium cigar, uh, and we'll not dissect it, but it is a premium cigar. It's on the shelf right now across America. We'll get to that. When we get back, we're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the cigar? 
Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation 
is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, and today we're destroying cigars by dissecting them, looking from the inside out. It seems crazy, but I do it all the time. Looking at it, I want to lurk, learn. Uh, there's one thing smoking, but different thing taking apart. Um, you can be assured uh, when you come in that we have the correct information on the cigars. Somebody just mentioned, yeah, you guys know uh, what they're talking about down in, in the store. They certainly do because we do this in front of them to teach them uh, about the cigar also. I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Ryan. Was it Warren? Warren. Warren uh, for, he's a, uh, a pastor, Warren. came from... Uh, Germany. He was out there ministering, and now he's in uh, in Seattle. Listen well, to right. the show. So here we go. Just giving him a shout out. All right, give him a shout out. Give him um, a Whiskey Miser says you should send all those tobacco scraps to Jonathan Cigar Tailor to put it all back together. Could you do anything with this? I don't know. Wouldn't it be nice if? We Why could am do- I now the cigar tailor? I don't have the <laughs> skills to to do it. I just had the idea. This whatever tobacco is is here. Um, yeah, that's Lajero, right? It's in here. It has to Beautiful. be. Beautiful. Wouldn't it be nice if this was a wrapper, but you couldn't? But you can't. It's way too thick, and uh, it's the, the burn the, the uh, burn on it is very, very slow, which I'm not prepared to do today, but I'm going to try it, so maybe another show or something, because you know the wrapper's going to burn real fast. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the, this other one, you're going to have to keep lighting, and that's why you can't make a cigar out of all the hero. It just won't burn. So you've got them both laid out there now. Yes, yeah. And there's a side by side comparison of it. Um, you have two cigars. Um, one is uh, nine dollars and fifty cents. The other one's eight dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> Which one do you want? Which one is the better value of the? Oh, this one is a dollar less. Well, that's the. Difference I would make of- the argument though that the one with the short filled is not. It's not less premium just ha- because... Hamburger or a filet mignon? Depends on the mood. One is ground beef, yeah. and the other one is the, the entire thing. What's your, what's your mood? How many people are you feeding? I mean, there's a lot of variables that go into that. Ryan Seneca says that looks like Jonathan's dinner plate. If, if, you, yes. if you did a ground patty out of filet mignon, would it be better? No. Would it be better than a... Well, another ground beef patty. Then we can end up looking at this and say, okay, what do we have here? Is this filet mignon, the ground, uh, the ground beef? It's, too, it's probably not. Too, no. for $8. too lean. Cents. Let's take prime rib for the, the ground up patty. I mean, maybe a little tri-tip in there. Cool. All right, let's light up a second cigar. What do we have here, Mr. Jonathan? Uh, today's second cigar, Dave, is the Lost Angel... 2022 TAA exclusive from the folks at Crown Heads. It is manufactured in Nicaragua by Tabacalera Picardo. The size is five and three quarters by 52. It's an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. The binders, Mexican San Andreas, and the fillers are one from the Dominican Republic and two 
different regions of Nicaragua. It's not part of the Cigar Authority care package. A single will set you back twelve ninety nine, while a box of twenty. Should I try it? Yeah. Why a box of twenty <laughs> is two twenty nine ninety nine, which comes out to eleven forty nine per cigar. It's a savings of almost thirty dollars or thirteen percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. Well, I've never smoked a cigar. And I've never dissected it, so let's cut this open. No, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say that's some intestinal fortitude going go. on over there. Uh, Still got to be careful taking the footband off because they do use a little bit of that pectin to seal it on there. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to damage the foot. So, uh, yeah, this was a TAA 2022. Uh, I, I bought it blind um, without... Tasting the mm-hmm. cigar without trying anyway with exclusives and stuff. They're asking you if you want to buy it or not. And that's And they it. typically make a production based on their orders they're getting. And yes. And uh, it's Crown Heads. I trust them. Uh, Picado, which is Ace Prime, folks. I trust them. They're going to do the right thing here. Let's see. I haven't tried it before, but right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all... Brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And for those playing along at home uh, wondering what it is that Glenn does with these trick shots, this past one was he just made eye contact with me the whole time. He never looked at his cutter, and he Mm. clicked the cutter without looking at it. Whoa. this. do that? That was the move. (laughs) That's the move. Very impressive. We're going to light. Uh, well, let's do a cold truck because we get yelled at for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little musty. Mm-hmm. Not that Dominican. Musty, but the there is a golden raisin component that wants to sneak in there. I'm never saying the R word ever again. Look how nice it came in, though. It didn't come in blasting. <laughs> No, we my, could my, hear, my, hear him complain right You want to talk about blasting. <laughs> Is this lighter? Blasting. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Sabre. It features two jets angled for pinpoint accuracy, single action. The jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and on board, on the lighter, is a full-sized V-cutter. Not that you're not a fan of the V-cut. No. See, I am a fan. I use a deep V myself in the store because a lot of us smoke the same cigars. And the climate being what it is, I don't want to pick someone else's cigar by accident. I certainly don't want them picking mine up. And I'm the only one with a V cutter down there. So but I use a V cutter. It doesn't always stop people. I witnessed one day some, it was yeah. like the best bandolero. I had a you bandolero that I aged for a year and I went through my dry box cycle in the cedar and <laughs> all this work and I bring in one and I'm like all right clean palette I'm just gonna light this up and friggin Larry the new guy <laughs> he's smoking a bandolero series T I got the series A which is darker it was thicker it was just off to the side and he reaches down and grabs it and puts it in his mouth and I'm like you have got to be kidding me and that was it? You gave it up? Or you? Uh, of course I gave it up. I'm like, well, you slobbered on it. Now that's yours. And he's like, wow, this thing's delicious. I see why you're mad. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was done on purpose. 
Who knows? Know. Uh, Ed Sullivan. Yes, I'll, sir. I'll be blasting you. You're old enough to remember that. All right. Do you remember who said that? No. TV show, I'll be blasting you. Major, oh, Major Mud. Mud. Yeah. Major Mud. <laughs> no idea who that is. You got to be in your 60s to, to know the Major Mud thing. But um, my brother was on Major Mud. Was he? Yeah, it was a local kid yeah. show. And he was um, an astronaut. Yeah, cheap space suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was cool in the day. Major Mud. Uh, all right, so um, this is a Nicaraguan cigar. First thing I notice of this cigar is the ash is very, very white. High magnesium content is happening. A tight burn, so we're using aged tobacco. Yeah. Early, early detection on what it is. Uh, nice oils on the wrapper. You said Ecuadorian? Yeah, Ecuadorian Habano, yeah. yep. I wouldn't say it's a tight draw, but it's certainly not loose. There's there's some pull to it. Resistance. Yeah. But it's not, yeah, it's not it's tight. Not it's problem. not unpleasant. Nope. Definitely... Definitely less airflow coming through this than going through that. Uh, Drolled and tuba. Uh huh. So as you, well, this isn't care package, right? Is this care no, package? It's no. not. Uh, yeah, you can see the swirls on the, yeah. the head. Mm. So as the cigar is lit, you can see all the swirls that happen here. So rolled and tuba. I don't ever find one. I, I know it's a it's a method, but I don't think one is any better than the other. It just happens to be rolled in tuba. I don't think it's better or worse. Mm. I, just I think it's it. only important because they're doing it, and now they have something else to talk about. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to cigars, aside from the bullshit that's in the industry, there's it's all about the story. You're selling the sizzle, not the steak. Yeah. So small production run, one and done, from what I understand on this? I believe it's 1,000 boxes. Okay. So the Lost Angel. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know the story behind it. Some angel that's lost, couldn't find their way. Hmm. I don't Pecan. Know. Pecans. Pecans. Sweet. There's sweetened. a little sweetness, and there's a little bit of the tannicness that you get from the outer shell of a pecan. Hi, it's Sullivan. Yeah. He says, okay. Uh, okay. I it, want- <clears throat> there's a little bit of that mustiness even that you noted in the pre-draw. Yes. Or pre-light. Um, I was on the Barbecue Central podcast a couple weeks back. I forgot last week to say it. I had a note in my phone, and we blew past it. Uh, So a couple weeks ago, I was on that. I put the link on MeWe. And this week, I'm being interviewed by uh, Nick and Gator over at Cigar Pulpit. Uh, Because I was on, and you felt like... uh, I heard you say that. I heard you say that, starting some shit. And I reached out to him and said, don't have me on, because he's. I don't want you to feel like I'm just coming on because he said it. And he goes, we want you on. So I'm going to go on. We're going to do some uh, little Cigar 101, kind of a little along the lines of what we're doing here, maybe some lighter maintenance and uh, catch up. All right. Do you All think right. they really want you on? No. If they really did, they would, they would have, have reached me. out yeah, to you. Yeah, he would have asked. Yeah. You know what? It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) (laughs) Did Did you write this or is this Barry's? This is me. 
Okay. <clears throat> no penises will be harmed in the telling of this story. All right. A South Carolina man had a very lucky July, winning two massive lottery prizes in the span of just two weeks. <clears throat> Rigged. According to news sources, the unnamed man won his first lotto prize on July 16th, collecting an impressive $40,000. The ticket, which was bought at a Myrtle Beach, South Carolina Murphy gas station, was reportedly a Mega Millions quick pick rigged. A mere 11 days later, he did it again. He yielded even better results this time upon buying a ticket from the same lottery from the same gas station Ah. on July 27th. The man won a whopping $3 million prize. Figure out how to do it. In both cases, the man was just one number away from winning the jackpot, rigged. He plans. $3 million wasn't the jackpot? No. Okay, good. He plans to take care of his family, pay off his house, and hopefully take care of whoever helped him pull this off. (laughs) And for the record, it's a one in 931,000 chance of winning the 40,000. It's a one in 13 million chance for winning the three million, and he pulled both of them off. Yeah, Whitey Bulger won the lottery, too. Yes, he did. I ever tell you that long story? No. It's a coin story. Is it? So we need a whole episode for that. (laughs) Why don't you tell it on the one that you're not going to be on? Yeah. I I ended up getting information on it. Really? Yeah. While that was going on, because it was rigged. Yeah. And uh, I tested the rigging of it. Huh. And figured out how to do it, Ooh. and didn't do it though. I did no. it for I, I think I did it for a dollar just to see if it Doesn't worked. Work. And it worked, and I'm like, oh my god! And then it stopped right after I had all the information. It, it was a letter that was sent to the newspaper, and for whatever reason, the mailman delivered it to me. Huh. And I opened the mail like I regularly do. You see, I got a stack of mail. I yeah. get a letter opener. And I open everything. The answer to the lottery. In it, it? it said, "This is what he did." Mm-hmm. And blah, 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 blah. And I told what it was. And then I'm like, wow, is this possible? Uh, let me see if it does it. And I, we had a lottery machine at the time going way back. And I did it for $1 to see if it ended up doing it. And I go, oh, my God. It was like putting the, the, the machine in. Be careful because you're admitting to a crime right now. So what you would do is before the lottery number was drawn and the machines are still active, you pick a number. Uh, so it's already in gear of what that ticket is. It knows at that moment it is 7 o'clock. Say they're going to draw it at 8 o'clock. At 7 o'clock, I put zero one. First number's in, and that's it, and stop. Now wait for the lottery to come out, and then you put the rest of the numbers in. And then the ticket would come out dated the time that you had started uh. that transaction. And so then I put the three numbers in to get your dollar back, uh-huh. And not the other. I know the answer. I could put all six, but I was too scared. And I did the dollar. And then after it was over, I waited an entire day and then cashed the dollar ticket. And I won a dollar. And I go, that's the answer. That's mm-hmm. how to. That's how to do it. But and they closed that. They closed it down. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. So that's that's that, that's that story. Not not quite. That one was fascinating. Why really? couldn't you have told that the first time, and there wouldn't be a coin story? <laughs> Well, I got a story to tell on the after show. And the after show, uh, which will appear Wednesday on thecigarauthority.com or wherever podcasts are sewn. Or uh, if Dave's on vacation, by the way, uh, don't bust his balls about not putting it up on Tuesday because he. I was somewhere. I was somewhere where I, I, I. You were on vacation in Detroit. Yeah, but I couldn't do it 
why couldn't I do it? It was on an email or something. Something with my phone wouldn't do, let me do it, but I did it the next day. So whatever. That's for the MeWe guys yeah. so they can see it. Nobody needs to see anything. Today, <laughs> today you needed to see something. Yeah. But uh, And having, by the way, having YouTube still working and knowing that this was already set, that this show was going to be, this was another milestone that I'm like, yeah. okay, but I'm looking at now doing shows that don't need to be seen. Man. You know, those things were already set, you know, that was I going to do. Also, on my mother's episode, I needed that to be seen because she doesn't have yeah. one of the phones to listen to a She's podcast. A flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> those things are going to be out of date this year. I know. They're going to stop She's it. She's going to have to go iPhone. She won't. She won't. Uh, but the after show this week, uh, I'm making the call. The cigar boom is officially over. And that will be on the Cigar Authority the, this week, and I I'll too explain to you why. weigh in with my thoughts on You'll weigh in. You'll how you've been in. wrong with every call you've made that something was over. Well, this this one is uh, is accurate, uh, and the cigar is accurate. This is uh, the Lost Angel. It's, uh, it's legit. This is legit, and we have them. Mm. We probably only have a little, but we have them. Yeah, we don't have many, but the, yeah. the it, it is interesting that that Dominican tobacco, there's only the one Dominican tobacco in there, and there's two Nicaraguan tobaccos, and the predominant flavor profile right now is skewing Dominican. If I was blinded on this cigar, I would assume it was a Dominican cigar. Yeah. And there's just Dominican in it. I should have had two cigars on the care package this week so that you could look at the... Now, you know, so the next cigar you smoke, I want you to look at the combustion line. I want you to look at things that you just looked at when you smoked the cigar we dissected, just so you can see the differences and start learning and, and growing uh, as a cigar smoker as time's going on. What do you think? Straight up medium on this? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go five. Yeah. Right in the middle. It, it, it is getting, it, this started off closer to a six-inch cigar, and I'm, I'm getting to the five-inch mark, and I'm noticing it is starting to punch up a little bit. So rolled similar to the Garofalo. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we got three letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away, and lots more. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision, with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper 
that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. This is Rafael Nodal from Agent Room Cigars and Tabacalera USA. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the Lost Angel 2022. This is a TAA exclusive. It's uh, it's a one-and-done product, so uh, it's available while it's, while it's still around, and then that's it. An interesting uh, blend of tobacco we're smoking, a totally multi-country blend. Of there, if we were to d- dissect that, maybe we'd see the difference of the tobaccos there, but uh, we didn't dissect it. Uh, we just bought it blind. But uh, speaking of blind, uh, we got emails today, right? We got emails. All right. We haven't been getting emails on the Ashholes podcast, by the we way. We got a bunch this week. All right. A lot we, of them were pity emails by the sound yeah, of it. because we cried last week because we didn't get any. But that doesn't happen to you, right? No. Sometimes you you're down to three, you got three for three or whatever. I'll but. get three for three, but this the the past couple of weeks <laughs> it's twenty. Okay. It's tough uh-huh. to it's tough to narrow them down. Ted Hughes says, please put Dave's hand back under the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody wants that. Uh, we got a prize. You know, All right. you know what you'd like to see is me with my wedding ring on. 
oh. which lasted about maybe an hour or so. <laughs> Did you have to get the bolt cutters out? And never put it back on ever again because it was t- it was sausages, right? Because you got to imagine. Well, it's, it's going to you got to get it past the knuckle. It's going to stay on. It's probably tight. It's crazy, crazy. All right, what do you got for a prize? All right, this week's email of the week is brought to you by St. Louis Ray. And uh, this week's prize is a backpack. Now, it looks in the picture like the backpack is about the same size as the anchor letter opener. I mean, uh, bottle, bottle opener. It's not. It's not. It's much bigger. Uh, it's a regular backpack. Then you've got a bottle opener in the shape of an anchor. And then to go along with the theme of those two, you have a flask and a painting. A metal sign. Metal sign. Yeah, it's a metal sign. You sure it's not lotion? It's not. There's no lotion this time. Oh, it does say metal sign there. Yeah. Okay. That was my clue. I have that flask. It's a cool flask. I have the bottle opener. And it's a cool bottle opener. Uh-huh. What do we? What do we split? Split it yeah, up. Yeah, you this gave time? me the. You were like, oh, you right. drink more than I do. You take the flask. I, I use it sometimes. Scotch doesn't just carry itself around. No. So Cody writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. New show ideas. Oh, I like it already. As a pastor, oh, who's been my in goodness. ministry for twenty years, and How what are the odds we get three pastors in the? We're big the with the pastors. We Huge are. community of cigar smoking. <laughs> Ministers. Wow. Is it anything to do with this is like a religion itself? It might. It might. I understand how hard it can be to come up with new things to talk about. I have the entire Bible to teach from, but after 700 sermons, (laughs) it gets hard to think of something new to say, uh, new to say on Sunday mornings. So I sympathize with your struggle to come up with new show ideas every week. I would suggest a few shows with you guys smoking cigars and just talking about what's happening in your lives. People are interested in us. I'm not. I don't understand why. Uh, Our church has a herf, one of the many reasons people can't believe I'm a pastor. But we talk very little about cigars that we're smoking and a whole lot about what's happening in our lives. I think this would make for some great content. Just a thought. Keep up the good work, and I will keep listening no matter the topics. Do you think Barry's listening to the show today? No. Do you think he's going to listen to it before next week? He'll no, want to know not at all. What, won't he want to know what, what nasty stuff you said he's, about him? He has never come back from vacation and watched the show. Never. So we should ask him next week. You're interested in his life. I want to know what he did on his vacation. Right. Didn't they used to say I want to know what, he what I did on my summer vacation. vacation. I want to know what he accomplished on his vacation. <laughs> Chong, right? Uh, yeah, Sister Mary Elephant, yeah, wasn't it? That's what I did on my summer vacation. vacation. Yes. <laughs> 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 Something happened, right? They were screaming. Yeah. All right. Do you know that at all? It was 70s. No. Hasib the Cigar Prophet through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Now, this dude writes in a lot. Yeah. He's never won. I'm not trying to throw any pity his way. If the email is worthy, it's worthy. I don't have him picked as my winner, but he writes in a lot. I'm just going to begin without sensitive niceties. And he gets read a lot, yeah. which means I mean, out he's, of he's 20, got, he's, he's got, got decent content. Yeah. He just hasn't won. Not quite there. Who the hell does this Steve guy think he is? Steve. Uh, Steve wrote in complaining about how our show was going and uh, he didn't like something and, <laughs> and I think he, he probably won. And he wants us, us to start listening to his show and see how much <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Don't change a damn thing about the show. You guys discuss cigar issues every show and you sprinkle other things in to break up the redundancy. 
One individual who apparently uses a lot of baby powder from chafing should not have you changing the show. All these sensitive people are starting to drive me to a Mr. J level of mental. Mm. Anyway, speaking of my favorite orange carrot, I was wondering, are you planning on bringing up my amazing chess idea anytime soon? First off, what's an orange carrot? I don't know. Probably right. just because Mr. J's a ginger. Okay, and and what's his what's his uh, amazing idea? I think it was that we do like a cigar draft, but we draft the pieces, the cigars as pieces on the chessboard. So you'd have one be the king, and then the other one be the queen, and the rook, and the the knight. I don't know if I ever heard this. Uh, is it that email never made it to the show? And the, so, okay, you'd have to find it. In order to, why would we bring it up? Because it's the first time I'm ever hearing it. It's a chess idea. Me, me and Mr. Jonathan played chess. Do you remember? Really? We you played started, chess. Yeah. You, and we had con- competitions and stuff. And I got to say, he was better than me. He's very learned. He was. I was shocked. <laughs> I thought I was going to blow him away, actually. Yeah. And he's a good, really good chess player. Could you shocked. beat him at checkers? Yes. Probably. Yes. Uh, I think it would be great for the summer. Uh, th- his whole email's lost. It's <laughs> it's whole drive because of the interruptions. Uh, a lot of people now start going outside and playing chess in the park. It would be a fantastic way to create a promo. Uh, maybe the chessboard had... You're going to have to rewrite the idea for me, Hasib. I'm not going back through my emails. Peak follows were the best thing on podcasting. Maybe... He loses because you suck at reading his email. Yes, that's part of it. I start reading the email, and then two or three other jackasses interrupt, and it, the whole email gets ruined. I'd have to start over. You can, you can, but you're saying something we don't have any idea what they're talking about. Yeah. So all of a sudden, there's an orange carrot. I asked, what's the orange <laughs> carrot? Then you said, but my you could, chess idea, and I said, I don't know what that is. You have a pencil in your hand. And I start so writing it. When I, you're talking, I write notes about what I want to say, and uh-huh. I so I don't interrupt you. And then when you stop talking, All right. then I ask my questions. Right. Maybe you should try that. All right, I'll try it. Yeah, let's do it this time. Let's <laughs> yeah. see what Joshua writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com the twelfth anniversary firecracker. Oh boy. Hello, Cigar Authority. I'm getting bummed out on Dave's constant pleadings to buy the 12th anniversary Lanceros. I bought some, so how come I have to keep listening to his spiel every week? Here's an idea on how to get them to sell. Open all 200 remaining boxes. Cut all the Lanceros in half. Put new labels on the boxes proclaiming them to be the Cigar Authority 12th anniversary firecracker. (laughs) Sell out in a weekend. Also, for an after-show idea, you guys and Mr. J could discuss how cigars are selected for the care package. I'd be uh, very happy and interested in a behind-the-scenes look at that process. Reaching out from beyond the grave because my wife killed me. And this is the guy that wrote in about the hammer and sickle deal and how his wife was going to kill him. Yes, yes. Yeah. Can I ask questions now? You can ask questions. Well, we, we do have a lot of Lanceros left. But next week, I believe, we're getting rid of... Three boxes of oh, Lanceros. Yeah. That's exciting. Because hashtag burn, burn the, band. the band. We have to pick a favorite one. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure it's next week. Mm. So I'm looking forward to giving away three. Three what? Lanceros. <laughs> so those that didn't hear a few weeks ago when you received Lance the Bell. Lancer Bell. Lancer Bell. Lancer Bell. Uh Look at his little bell, and then I have this 
nice big <laughs> man bell, and you have Tinker Bell. No, I have Land Sir Bell. bell. <laughs> Not Bruno the Bell. Uh, and I do like the idea of get, choosing cigars for the care package, which yeah. is would have to really go, you know, it's like six months down the line because we have to receive these products and all that. But it's an interesting process. It's a long process that goes through. And uh, it's been particularly challenging during the boom. Yes. Because they want to sell everything they've got yeah. at the top prices. Yeah. So yeah. now it may... Maybe may good up. for care package with well, the end of the boom. Ed's coming to um, the trade show, so he may see some of that, yeah. and you know, be able to give his. I'm going to give my input. Input, yeah, yeah. Of what? But listen, some of it is people talking about cigars, interest of certain cigars, and things like that. That uh, is part of the. Do you think I should go undercover at the show with some other name or something? Do they ever check an ID? I mean, nobody or you just get your badge. Nobody really knows what I you look like. I think when like, you get so. your badge, they check your ID. Oh boy, well, I'll get a fake ID. It's been fifty years since <laughs> you did that. <laughs> that hasn't happened. Yeah, I wouldn't know where to yeah. source it anymore. <laughs> I don't know if that guy is still around the corner, right? <laughs> they don't even card you at Whole Foods. They card everybody. All right, who's the winner? I don't remember. You have Cody. We have, He's uh, the pasta, so he wins a point just because oh, of the yeah. pasta, because this is pasta day. Here and we have Hasib who uh, writes in and he talks was, about carrots, and, and then Jonathan butchers his email. Yeah, but I didn't understand the thing, so yeah, unfortunately, he can't win. It might have been good based on the information, but I didn't have that information, and Jonathan doesn't want me to ask <laughs> uh, during the email. And the third one is uh, care package, and he, he, we shouldn't be begging the people to buy the Lanceros. I'm going to go with the pasta because uh, <laughs> it's pasta day here, and I think he, he locked out. I think you're right. It's pasta day. All right. Huh? Cody wins, and he was the first one. Do you put them in order of what you think is the, the best one? I know your last one is your best. I put them in, in the, the order of what I find the most interesting. So that was the least. Cody. Well, in your case, I got twenty emails. Yes. So he's better than the other seventeen. Yes. But eighteen, nineteen, and twenty, as far as you're concerned. Dave, the chat room thinks my badge should just say "Mr. Delightful." That's fair. I am delightful. I wonder if people are going to know you. If I don't talk, they'll never know. Because some people didn't know you even today and said, oh, my right. God, that's you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we do have a studio audience today, and we have new guys, and we're missing Ed Sullivan. So we actually need someone. You said missing the guy you're staring at. We're yeah. missing Barry Stein. Oh, missing. oh, yeah. We're missing Barry. So we need somebody for the classic three-way. Why don't we pull up uh, Eric, Pastor Eric. Want to come on up? Be on the show? Yes, somebody. he says, sure. All right. All right. So Pastor Eric. Is uh, coming on up. Curious, should we be calling him Pastor Eric, Minister Eric, Eric, Rabbi Eric? <laughs> I don't think Rabbi Eric. What's his denomination? Yeah, we'll ask these questions and more because we've got some time to kill. I'm just so trying not we, to have dead air. It's not like you were jumping in saying anything while I'm picking up chairs and picking up grabbing chairs. Headsets. We're on headset three, Ed Sullivan. So yes, sir. This is Eric from Washington State. 
Washington oh. State long ride. They got apples out there, right? Washington oh, yeah, State apple apples. State. Yeah. There we go. Hi, Eric. How you doing? Thanks for coming up here, and thanks for coming up on the, on the show and filling in. Um, I, I have an important question for Eric. Now, is it wrong for you to pray to win this contest? Is that frivolous? Well, I'd probably pray for favor, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So you can't pray I, for. I would a be result. lying if I never said I'd pray that. But I've never won a contest, so as far as you know, like a lottery or anything like that. Well, the good thing is that there's absolutely no prize for the winner, uh, other than bragging rights, and uh, the questions are going to be unfairly misread. And, <laughs> and and when I replace somebody on the Cigar Authority or yeah. even in the store and stuff, I try to replace somebody. Kind of like that person, and could this be the new Barry? I'll listen to this. I think he's, <laughs> I don't mean to insult he's, you, he's but a, he's our guest. Uh, that was. Could this? I be haven't seen him. Barry's better looking. So. I haven't seen him wipe uh, the his mouth with the inside of his shirt yet. So I think we may this, have moved up. This is the new Barry. Can, can I call you Barry? <laughs> now, Nicholas says, did we get any proof this guy is a pastor, or are we taking his word for it? So far, but, we're taking his word for it. So I, I pastored for 35 years. 35 I, years. I am now uh, a regional director for a nonprofit, that, uh, and I'm the regional director over East Africa. Huh. So I'm in, I'm in a different country every month. Wow. I just got back from Ethiopia. Oh, my goodness. And I, what we deal with is I work with an organization that supports Bible translation. Huh. And uh, so there are over 30,000 languages in the world, wow. uh, 7,300 gateway languages. And as of 2016, the Bible had only been translated into 588. Wow. And the New Testament in 787, I think. And um, what well, used to take 50 years. And about $2 million to do one translation. We do under $20,000, and we do them as little as four months. Wow. And we do what's called church-owned Bible translation. So I work with national pastors in huh. uh, Uganda, DR Congo, Tanzania, um, Ethiopia now, Kenya. And we just broke into uh, Djibouti, Eritrea, Somalia. We just identified about 100, about 130 languages in Sudan last week. So are the people in Ethiopia saying today, hey, do you see this new book? It's the Bible. <laughs> Ethiopia and Kenya are pretty Christianized in their mm-hmm. hold, but there's, yeah. there's a lot of languages, a lot of language people do not have the Bible. And so we're, our organization is a little different. We have no business plan, so we don't sell Bibles. We, we, we give them the authority, we give them the ability, and we give them the ownership of their, of their translation. Oh. And then we, we give them Bibles as well. Right. So. so I have a Bible question. What happened to God between the Old Testament and the New Testament? Because he seems kinder and gentler by the time the New Testament rolls around. You know, it's interesting. Um, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Yeah. And uh, I went into the Torah back in 2010. I, people go, oh, pastor, you're going to be accountable. I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought there's got to be a way to go in this, not come out with a long beard and tassels. <laughs> and uh, I found grace. Uh, I don't think God's message has changed. I think the whole message of... Sin is death, mm. but Christ came, that sacrifice has, has, has covered that, and I think that's where the gospel comes in. Right. So, same God. Same God. Uh, but now he paid the price that probably man was, can't, couldn't pay. So, mm. yeah, there is a kind of a... Something I've always found fascinating about the Bible, it's really the first published book. It predates chapters. But the Bible that we know now has chapters and verses, you know, so that you can index it and identify the different scriptures that you need. 
I always found that fascinating. Do you like a Lancero cigar? <laughs> Sometimes they're tasty. Uh, they can be tasty. But uh, you would never buy one. Um, I would buy one. I just, it hasn't been my focus. Yeah. I, I'm still learning this whole cigar industry. So. Yeah, you said just about a year. About a year. A couple a group of pastors got uh, me into this. Wow. It was out of my comfort zone. You're sitting right, uh, next to the right guy because yeah. Jonathan's very learned. Yeah, you guys are. You guys have. I a can lot show of, you some I learned Lanceros. a lot from you. <laughs> yeah, when you're not beating each other up. It gets really informative. <laughs> so, what brought you to the Cigar Authority? <laughs> listening to it, uh, I have a friend, another pastor friend that had uh, that got me into the monthly. I've been. Doing, I think it's since November or September. Mm-hmm. I've been in your monthly. I've, I think I talked to you on the phone. You're the or is it you or Barry? That Probably Barry. It's Barry. Or it I, could have been the real Ed at Santa Maria. No, it must be Barry that he okay. usually answers the phone and. You guys have, and Ryan Ward, who I had mentioned yes. earlier, who's brought you, I think he sent chocolates from yes, something so. from yeah, Germany, yeah. and you guys you guys kind of did, but he was really cool. He's really good friends with Nick, uh, the foundations. Oh, okay. They're, he's like, they're really close. Mm-hmm. And and Ryan has been a really uh, helpful in me understanding the cigar industry and understanding cigars and all of that. And he's the one that turned me on to you guys. And so as a new guy, what, what direction do you go in cigars? Full of body, mild meaning. I, I, I like peppery. I like. I've learned I like Nicaraguan, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I like spicy. But I like spicy and everything else. Yeah. Like too, so and most people get it wrong that you know somebody's new to the cigars, and we tend to go to creamy, mild cigars when that's not the fact. And some questions would be would to be asked of you would be, do you like spicy foods and stuff? And yes, yeah. you do. So you want a spicy cigar. You don't want a mild, creamy cigar. Well, at the very least, you should tr- you should try a sampling of everything and then right. kind of dial it down. But it sounds like that's been part of your journey. So and, you- and I have to tell you, your, your Garof- the Garofalo last month yeah. was a phenomenal stick. Oh, yeah. That's great. That, that and I was- think you mixed the Artisan Prime, which has been my all-time favorite. And I bought like 45 of those. All right. And I found out you're out. I was hoping to buy some more today, but they're gone. Huh. All right, the, the Artisan cigar yeah. with, the, with the lines on it. it was a no, one. it was the ones before the lines. Okay. The original unbanded un, uh, ones. The OG Artisan. Those were different than the banded ones. They're, actually, the, the first ones were actually, I, I really, I have a bunch of those. All right. And, uh, hmm. Okay. All right, uh, let's, let's get to the Classic 3-Way, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. All right, so you understand how this is played. You've heard it before. You're going to write down... Um, Get your pen there. You closest without going over. When I say it, you're going to do it, and then we'll uh, change up who's going to go first. If you get the number. Oh, he's left-handed, too. Perfect. If you get the number <laughs> um, below it, closest to it, if you get it exact, you get two points for it. Ed Sullivan is our champion. We'll start with him. Uh, but write the number down. Uh, Did you, you say how many questions? I have four questions and one tiebreaker. 
Mm -hmm. And today is June 4th, and born today is Angelina Jolie. Really? She's an American actress, filmmaker, and a humanitarian. A recipient of numerous accolades, including Academy Awards, Golden Globe Awards, and has been named Hollywood's highest paid actress multiple times, Angelina Jolie, born today. You write it down. And Ed Sullivan, what year do you say? Oh, 1973. 73, says Mr. Jonathan. 1962. 62. And Eric? I'm going to go with 1970. 70. So the answer is 75. So Ed uh-huh. Sullivan will get the point there. 75. He said 73. It's normal to want to swear during this when this happens. And you get the, <laughs> he, he doesn't want to swear. Ed wins. Uh, now we're moving on to Mr. Jonathan going first, but write down the answer now. Born today, Russell Brand. Russell Brand is an English comedian, actor, radio host, and YouTuber. Began his career as a comedian later, becoming an MTV presenter in 2004, gaining a role as host in Big Brother, Big Mouth. And uh, I know him as forgetting Sarah Marshall on that uh, Russell Brand, born today. What year, Mr. Jonathan? 1974. 74, he says. Over to Eric. I'll go with 79. 79. 1968. 68. Mr. Jonathan take the point. He said 75. It was 74. He said it was 75. Everything's so, 75. So Angelina Jolie and Russell Brand share the same exact you birthday. You think they'll hook up? Maybe. So we have a point for Mr. Jonathan, a point for Ed, and Eric has no points. He's next. Goose egg. Two points to be exact, and you got two questions left to go. Happened this day. Happened this day. Martha Stewart was indicted on nine counts of criminal counts, including obstruction of justice, security fraud, and conspiracy in the I'm clone stock scandal. Uh, was that before she became best friends with Snoop Dogg or after? Before. Okay. All right. My answer stands then. Martha Stewart indicted on nine counts today. What do you say, Eric? What year was that? 2005. 2005. I had 2001. 2001. I have 2007. Seven is over. Damn it. It's three, so Ed Sullivan will take the point there. Ed Sullivan gets two points now. It's not as easy as it looks, is it, Eric? <laughs> Mr. Jonathan has one, and uh, Eric has none. We have one question left, unless we have to go to a tiebreaker. I have one in case needed. It's back over to Ed Sullivan. Died this day. Died this day. Fame, B-movie, and kung fu actor David Carradine was hmm. found dead in his Bangkok Mr. Jonathan's favorite city, <laughs> hotel room while filming the mo- a movie. Wow. The 72-year-old actor was found hanging in the closet by cause of death was unknown by investigators despite mm-hmm. the initial report of suicide. David Carradine died today in Bangkok. What year was that? My God, that's a tough one, isn't it, Jonathan? No. You no. know exactly. I, I think I do. This is tough then. Um, night. Well, no, I'll just go straight up 2000. 2000. Cock blocker. 1999. Because <laughs> you already had it written down. It ruined him unless he got two points exact. What do you say, Eric? I have no idea. I remember him, but I don't yeah. know. 
You know, remember he died. Uh, I, it was being, a sexual being, thing, I think. Being I that think he, so. uh, being, I'm gonna, I'll just shoot it. 2001. 2001 for the point on the board. 2009. Hmm. It was 2009. That was only 10 years off. So we have Ed as our champion anyway because he has two. But uh, the um, the last question, in case we went to a tiebreaker, was Bruce Springsteen released his best-selling album of all time, Born in the USA, today. 1975. 1975. Be early 70s. Yeah. What do you say? 81. It was five 84. Or really? 84. 84. Oh, Born oh, wow. in the USA. Born that would have made me the champion. Of course it had to be the tiebreaker. <laughs> of course we didn't have to use it. So let me ask you this. Is smoking cigars a sin? They, they have a sin tax applied to it. So <laughs> they do? It, yeah. It's a sin tax, they call it. Uh, as a pastor, former pastor. I, I don't think so. If, if, it, if it felt like a, if I had a conviction, I wouldn't do it. I don't drink, but I don't theologically have issues with drinking. I just don't do anything that's going to put me in bondage. I haven't had an addiction with it. So yeah, Unfortunately, um, it is non-addictive product because the nicotine level is so low, uh, 1% to 3%, where a tomato has 5% nicotine and an eggplant has 9 Eggplant parmesan, it's addictive. Look I'll give it. you exhibit A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's eggplant parmesan. It's not a cigar. And as somebody who's smoking cigars for one year, do you smoke a cigar every day? Not every day, but um, I, I uh, uh, probably two or three. Days. I'm in a lounge a few days a week. Okay, I, I do a lot of ministry right now in a lounge. So in the lounge, yeah, guys, just loving on guys, and it's awesome. With a cigar, you can end up in conversations that you wouldn't normally have and with people you, you never do would life meet. with people. So yes, it's, it's been. There's a huge community of cigar smokers in uh, the whole AA or really any of the anonymous groups where it's. Something that they can do that isn't the thing that has them in bondage, as you were saying. So uh, it, it gives them an outlet. And it also, I find in conversations, it gives you something to do during the silence. You you might be smoking a cigar by yourself, or you could be smoking a cigar with somebody. You don't have anything to talk about. You don't talk. You just smoke. I, I like doing life with guys. I, I ride an Indian motorcycle. So, ah. we, we, uh, so that's been kind of one of my hobbies. This one has kind of come up new and... Um, you got Dustin the chief? used to be my youth pastor, and he was kind of into this stuff way before. He probably called me a teetotaler or whatever they called it. But uh, uh, when he found out that I, last year that I, I started kind of getting into this, now I have like a bunch of humidors, and I'm way too I'm way too sucked into this thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, but uh, so it's, it's been fun connecting. with Well, for, so what made you say, "Let me come up and see the cigar authority"? Well. Um, I was coming up to his church uh, this last, uh, we were talking about it, and I knew he was in this side of the world. And so about three months ago, I'm like, hey, Dustin, have you heard of the Cigar Authority? He goes, no. I said, they're somewhere up like New Hampshire. How close are you to New Hampshire? And so we had decided that on this trip that uh, that we would, uh, I, I have a bunch of things happening, not with his church. We're going, heading to Boston on Sunday, and I'm meeting with my, uh, I flew in my partner from Madagascar. Oh. And he's got, tw- he's got, actually has, uh, 24 books, or yeah, 24 books, uh, 12 New Testaments, 12 Old Testaments on digital mm. that we got to get uploaded. So we're flying him in to make that connection. And so I said, hey, he said, ah, we could drive up there. So, and then Jeff offered to, to drive us. He got us here on time, which was good. 
And, uh, so and here you are on the show. It, yeah, here I am sitting up here. There we on go. The show with you. You said, guys. "Can we take a picture and how motorcycle about, ride?" I, I, I want to. I want to take a selfie real quick with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, now, Dave, could you find Madagascar on a map? It, it sounds Middle Eastern. Uh, yeah. Madagascar is in the very south tip island off of uh, off of, off of South Africa. And the okay, guy that I'm so meeting with, go down the he's bottom. connected with like two thousand churches and 6,000 pastors. Wow. And my team that I have in Africa is phenomenal. I've got one pastor that works with me. He has over 43,000 people in his churches mm. throughout DR Congo. And yeah, so these great guys. Well, we got a friend in, um, in Africa somewhere with a cigar bar, right? Yep. In, in Africa with a cigar bar. In, yes. In Kenya. Kenya. Yeah. In Kenya. Just, in Nairobi? I don't uh, remember the name of the the cigar bar, but his name is Mark. He listens to the show, so shout out to Mark. Wow. Uh, yeah. He, he lived up here for a while, and he came here one day, and he said, I want to open a cigar bar in Kenya. And I'm like, really? Do they smoke cigars there? And yeah. he goes, well, they're going to soon. Weren't there giraffes involved? <laughs> I don't know. It was all kinds of animals. They wanted me to go on a safari and stuff, and I yeah. chickened out. You should do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's an, a great experience. Yeah, yeah. You still got to go to Italy. You haven't done that No, yet. No, every time he goes, a new pandemic hit. Uh, so we so don't want to encourage no, it. Well, Eric, thanks for jumping on the show. Appreciate and, that. Uh, thanks for coming and visit the Cigar Authority. Honored to have you guys uh, visit us. And uh, for us, the show is over. Uh, Lost Angel 2022, what do you think? Very solid. Solid, solid brand. Very good cigar. Yeah. So uh, next week, uh, we will do cigar etiquette, cigar smoking etiquette. What to do and what not to do is the question. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And I'm sure you learned something today, which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.